Serenissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Folks, welcome back to the iHealth channel, iHealth Radio, with your host, Hurricane H. New day, new show, new topic, terrific guest. Uh, we're going to talk about a topic that we all should be inclined to talk about every day and something that we have to have as a signature during our lifetime, I would say. And uh, so so without any further ado, I have someone who is an author, a speaker, a founder of a business coaching program. Uh, she is an attorney. She's a CPA. She's a lot. <laughs> I don't think I could cover all that in, in, in the time that I'm going to, you know, uh, introduce my guest today. But but nevertheless, she's here. She's a powerhouse. And we're going to just get all that juice from her and all the mojo and get some insights within the hour uh, to hopefully guide us and, and, and live, you know, a different life. Maybe spin our mindset. And, and before we know it, we'll have a change of heart and how we actually apply in this world. Because we all have a mission in this world, and do we deliver the mission or not? Sometimes we're not even aware what that is. And the key word is legacy. Now, uh, we will talk all about all that, you know, with our guests. Uh, Dr. Gina Jones, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here to talk about um, legacy and generational wealth and the things that we can do um, to create the legacy that elevates future generations. I love it. I love it. Well, again, this, this, like I said, we have a diversified audience and I think, you know, young or not, you know, it doesn't matter youth, uh, older, middle age, it doesn't matter. We all are, we can still, there's never, it's never too late. It's always a good start. Today is a good day. Mm -hmm. And if we haven't done so, we can always start planning and doing so. And I think we can certainly impact people today. So, uh, doctor, your backdrop. I mean, your background background is just awesome. I mean, you're an attorney by by trade. I'm assuming. Yeah. That's your first thing. Now that's a that's that's a terrific journey on tone. And uh, now, with what kind of law were you? Uh, why you're involved with? Um, business and tax law. Ooh, heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch, yeah. tax law. It is tax season. I mean, I don't know. Do we need any tips right now? <laughs> oh no, I think we do need some tips. But I think that. Um, you know, it is tax season and this is a very busy time for me, but but one of the um, things and one of the reasons that I started my practice was IRS representation and tax controversy avoidance. So basically saving people from the IRS and solving tax problems. That's really the cornerstone of my law practice. Um, and one of the things that I figured out after practicing for several years is um you know, the reason that people have tax problems in the first place is because um, they fail to plan. So, you know, a lot of things go into that. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of businesses have tax problems, a lot of uh, professionals, high earners, but even just people who have regular day to day jobs, um, nine to fives. Um, so people don't necessarily have to make a lot of money to have a tax problem. 
Um, but the common thread, because I couldn't figure out why people who make a hundred million dollars and people who make twenty thousand dollars have the same problem, um, which is a tax problem, uh, and that that's a federal or state tax problem. And it came down to in both situations or in all situations on the whole spectrum, it's all about a failure to to plan properly. Um, and that could be business planning, cash planning, profit planning, budget planning, you know, so so that's the common thread. And so that's really what my entire uh, practice, whether it be my tax practice, my CPA practice, the representation I do as an attorney or the coaching that I do in business boss, it's all about planning and avoiding that client coming to me with the IRS problem um, and trying to be more proactive in what we can talk about and do to avoid that. Well, that, that's quite a lot. <laughs> and, you know, you're probably going to get it. You know, everybody's interested. Like, you know, I want to know more about how to do to, to avoid all that. And I, I would say, you know, at the end of the show, the description of, you know, in the description of the show, you'll have a link, folks. So you can feel free to actually reach out and see how you can uh, get some advice. Now, I, I know you yeah. practice in Illinois. So uh, I'm assuming that's your state of jurisdiction, right? That's where you uh, practice law. Uh, actually, I'm a federal practitioner, so I practice in all oh. 50 states. Mm -hmm. oh, even better. So our audiences now all, they'll be like, yes, finally. I mean, I, I, I'm in New York, I'm in Jersey, I'm in Florida, I'm in Texas, I can't. So definitely we want to drive some some folks to you and get some advice. And I think it's it's beautiful to know that you have the CPA part of it and uh, the attorney part of it. So you understand it from all angles. And uh, yeah. again, and you guys over in New York, you guys have a special tax situation because you have state tax. Uh, you have city tax, you have the borough tax. So, you know, a lot of stuff going on over there. <laughs> well, I'm in Jersey, but but you're right. I, I do work in New York, which means I do pay all that. And then my my, my CPA has to work all those miracles <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and pay this and get I get a credit from this. I get I have to pay for yeah. this one. Uh, it is convoluted. Is is you know, it's not like Florida. I think Texas are the, the, the least, you know. Yeah, they don't uh, have any uh, yeah. state yeah, I mean, you know, that's probably why everybody's moving there these days. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, smart, <It's> smart. <laughs> but 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 it, but you know, I mean, obviously, you know, it's New York, it's Jersey, it's you know, it's just what it is. And um, yeah, but, it is what. It is. But it is it is a tough it is a tough place. I can tell you. I mean, I've I've had um, in the past. I I decided to take a one of those four hundred one ks you know early on, I guess, or whatever the the pension plans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I wound up paying penalties because uh, oh, I, yeah. I took I took it way early. And so it was all known about $14,000 between penalties and, and yeah. the actual tax that I had to pay. And, you know, I mean, I needed the cash at the time, so I took it, yeah. but, but people yeah. don't even know that until, Oh, well, you got to pay. Oh, exactly. Shoot. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's why so many people can end up in a tax um, problem just unknowingly. Like they're just, you know, living their lives, doing their things. Um, and nobody is telling them, Hey, yeah, you can make that distribution but you're going to have to pay tax on it and you're going to have to have a penalty if there's no exception. Uh, one of the worst um, situations that I have uh, that I experienced during tax season is when senior citizens um, come mm. in and, you know, get their tax return prepared. And they don't always know that they have to pay tax on their retirement income, as well as their financial advisors may not have um, fully educated them on the repercussions of, taking distributions um and then and so then they even find themselves at 70 80 90 years old in a tax problem it's like they've worked all their lives why are they finding themselves in this position and it's really sad because at that point you know they only have their retirement income or what they save 
over the course of their lives. So it's, it's very sad. That's why, you know, I really encourage people to plan now um, and really get educated financially now um, so that you don't run into those problems now or later. Well, I, I, well, I, I would say thank you for doing what you're doing. I mean, uh, it is, it is, uh, you know, an area that is difficult to, to handle and, and, and certainly you help a lot of people get through it. Uh, I'm pretty sure with, with quite a success and, and I, no one wants to deal with the IRS and, you know, they can be very intimidating. It's, it's the federal government. And, uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to money, they will go after you. <laughs> I mean, I you own a house, doesn't matter. You still got to pay taxes. You, the minute you don't, I mean, now you're in, in, in trouble. So, uh, you know, the easy way is to, to, to your point, to do the right thing, figure out, learn stuff. And, and best you said it in planning. And I use an expression in our world, which is prior planning prevents poor performance and, you know, of course, everybody knows, uh, fail to plan, plan to fail. Those mm-hmm. are known, you know, kind of, uh, I guess, uh, sayings or proverbs, yeah. whatever you want to call them, but, yeah. but they do, they do <laughs> apply in life. But unfortunately we know about them, but do we all practice them? I think, uh, we all fail to a degree and I'm not going to generalize. I'm sure there are a few people that are savvier than others, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think we all make the mistake every now and then and just tend to like, we'll deal with it when it happens. When you face yeah. it that, you know, you got all this, this, you know, yeah. trouble that can be ahead of you and it looms on you and they can go to your mm-hmm. back, they can go to your work and uh, it, it's tough. It's tough. So, um, yeah, well, again, that, that was just, thank you for just briefing us on that. I mean, it just happened to be tax season. So it was a good, <laughs> you know, uh, intro to the, to our discussion today, but really the main discussion is really about, you know, the planning and the legacy and mm-hmm. you do have a book, uh, you know, yeah. legacy made simple. And, uh, yep. that's, that's in Bosch Nobles, Amazon, everything. And I did see a copy of it personally, uh, mm-hmm. when I was in Houston and, uh, I saw you and you were doing your, your, by the way, you do podcasts too. So just, just an FYI for people, you do have a show as well. So I yeah. can, can, uh, relate to that and maybe connect with you to, to have, uh, to be a guest or maybe have you, uh, oh, yeah. you know, so I know, I know you, you do multiple things. And so, mm-hmm. um, so I know before, as we were talking first, you, we wanted to start with, you know, uh, part of the discussion, maybe healthcare, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let's go there. Yeah. So, so like you said, um, I did write this book, Legacy Made Simple. And one of the reasons, one of the reasons that I wrote it is because of the things that we just talked about, uh, people failing to plan. So um, I've worked with a lot of entertainers and a lot of CEOs over the course of my career. And, um, you know, the goal is, was, and will always be um, to have somebody, to have a client not have a tax problem and to be more proactive and work with them to avoid that. One of the things that I realized um, in my meetings and in uh, consulting with all of these celebrities and CEOs is that nobody's really focused on legacy. So everybody wants to talk about, okay, well, how can we make more money? How can we, you know, increase our margins? How can we cut expenses? You know, how can we uh, strategize to do this, that, and the other? How can we grow to X number of dollars? But there's not a conversation about, okay, after this is done, what is the next step? Or if I drop dead today, what's going to happen to my company? That's never a conversation that anybody ever wonders about. And then when I bring it up, it's kind of like, what? You know, what are you talking about? And so that really said to me that somebody really has to uh, shine a spotlight on this issue um, of legacy and what people are doing today um, to create their legacies. Because a lot of people won't even think about it until like they're half dead. Like 
they got one leg in the grave and are trying to sign papers at the hospital. It's just a, a scene that's so ridiculous because we'll spend like hundreds of hours strategizing over your business, but not enough time as to what happens next. Who's going to benefit from that business? How is it going to be transferred? Who's going to be the successor? How are you, are you planning to sell it? If so, what's the value of it? That's the conversation that really needs to be had in addition to and parallel to the growth conversations and the increase in the profitability conversation. So that's why, that's really why I wrote the book um, because, you know, I know you have a diverse audience, but I know that um, some people in your audience are more aware of financial tools and how to use them than others. And so uh, the goal of the book is to make sure that everybody has access to those financial tools, not only access to them, but understanding how to use them. Well, thank you. Well, well first of all, the word legacy is pretty deep and, and, and means a lot more. Uh, and, and in the context of business, obviously you've, you've highlighted, but, but legacy is, you know, it, we all deserve to, to keep a, a legacy behind and, and, and have mm -hmm. some sort of plan to, to have a legacy. And I mean, we, it's 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 unfortunate to your point. You said it. We live our lives. We struggle. We do all the stuff. We go crazy, and then poof, one day you're not here. And so, what mm -hmm. have you left behind? Trouble, <laughs> or or issues yeah. to your to your heirs, or or even to your partners, whatever happens. Mm -hmm. And then then then, but what's your signature? Did you leave mm -hmm. a signature in this world? I mean, that's one. Thing. I mean, just taking the book. A book is a legacy. You leave that behind, you know, and mm -hmm. thousands, millions will always benefit from it. I mean, we, we today, we owe it to all the folks that are in past centuries left mm -hmm. us with knowledge. Uh, that's one way. But I, I do love what you said about the, in the business. As a matter of fact, I, I do have uh, a, a show that we produce. It's called Legal uh, uh, Tips for Life. And uh, we talked about estate planning and wills and trusts and all the stuff in it. And, you know, one of the things that came up in one of those shows was the idea that many people have none of that. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and also came up in a discussion once is that the, a lot of people start businesses with partners and so on and so forth, but there's no planning as, as to what happens if someone dies or mm -hmm. if you're a partner or whatever. And those are discussions. I, I think the discussion of that is, is taboo or like, you know, always the, something we don't want to cover because like, you know, I don't want to think about it. But it's real. I mean, you can't avoid that. There's nothing we can do about it. I mean, we have to accept yeah. it. And so you have your family, you have your business. I mean, to your point, mm -hmm. that's that's your baby. When you grow a business, I, I'm in business. I know how it is. It's like, yeah. this is my passion. I put my blood into it, you know, and that's right. I do want to see it flourish and eventually have an impact on life and legacy and so on and so forth. But, but you're right. If the planning is off, it can be a problem. I mean, you know, you do have, to have attorneys, you do have to have accounting and make sure that you have the proper, what happens if, right? Uh, mm -hmm. All these things. But these are not typical questions that we all ask. And sometimes we roll our sleeves, we just make it. And then we get caught up. As you said, we get caught up in the business, you know, mm -hmm. strategy, mm -hmm. this, how we grow margins, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. But then what if, and I think we all have this avoidance of that question. <laughs> but when I say yeah. all, it is, mm -hmm. it is like it's personal. It's just that we, no one wants to, to think about the worst and yeah it, but i don't think legacy needs to be thought of as the worst because it's not even about death uh legacy is about life um and it's about being able to live your best life and making sure that your children are able to live their best lives mm -hmm. um you know it's not always about us um at some point in our lives it becomes about others 
And that's really the point at which people are ready to say, okay, like you said, what signature am I leaving on this world? Um, am I leaving it a better place than I found it type thing? What, what benefits or opportunities have I created for my children and my children's children and their children and so on and so forth? Um, and so that's really the shift that I'm trying to bring to light is that legacy is not about death. And legacy really isn't about estate planning and wills and those types of things only. Those are vehicles and tools that we need to use, but that's not really what it's about. It's about what do we want our legacy to look like and what do we want people to say about us and what tangible proof have we are we leaving that our life had impact on the future. I love it. And I, I, I the word you said, it's not about that, it's about life. Because yes, while you live, that's one thing. But even if you're not here, you live through your legacy. You and and you leave it to the living, the ones that are behind you. They're they they gonna benefit from it and so on and so forth. So mm -hmm. you're right. It's it's all about how we always see things, right? Full, mm -hmm. half empty mindset. All those things do apply in yeah. in, in the in in these these concepts. But but yeah. it is to your point. It's a bigger uh, piece of of life, and we all have to have that. You're right. The estate piece and all that. Those are the unfortunate you know the world has rules and there's there's different things you have to be aware we talked about the taxation and all the mm -hmm. stuff so you need mm -hmm. to be aware so you always plan correctly otherwise you can build an empire and then through mm -hmm. a mistake you can lose all that that's uh, right not a good idea ultimately we don't see a lot of it i mean but but i'm sure it happens to maybe small or mid mid, mid class you know type of businesses as opposed to some of the big corporations which have a full staff you know of attorneys and you know firms that actually do that but the average business doesn't have the capabilities to hire maybe you retain someone maybe you have someone that you hire once every quarter to do your taxes it's a little different you know and and then as individuals even worse i mean we we wait to the end of the year to get that tax done right so it's it's different uh now now what drove you to to write this book i mean i i get it you know uh, was there an event that you wanted to just what was it just the fact that you've met too many people that just didn't know how to do this and you wanted to put it out in as a book yeah, it was just, I had, I really had and wanted to change the conversation um, because the conversation with an entrepreneur should not only be about the entrepreneur and their business and how big and how fast and how uh, much they can grow. Um, I really just wanted to change the conversation to what, what impact can my business have on the future? What impact can my business have on my children or on my neighborhood or on my community, on my city. Um, you know, I really wanted to change the conversation, the narrative and the perspective to a more broad um, scope and just to kind of, you know, help people uh, broaden their horizons when they think about their businesses. No, it's not just the corner store. It's not just a whatever you think it is it really has the potential to really change the conversation and change all the things that you complain about. And one of the things that I said to you is, hey, let's start the conversation with health since that's one of the foundations of your business. So one of the things that everybody is aware of is the health gap. So some people have more access, some people are healthier, some people have more you know, health issues because of whatever, um, but that's also a part of legacy. So you eat things, you do things, you start have certain habits because 
that's what your mother did or that's what she taught you or that's what she fed you, whatever. And that goes from generation to generation and that could be uh, generational um, cycles of bad health, bad mm-hmm. habits. Um, and it, it could be just because that's what you're used to. You, you don't you don't know anything else. But once we get to a point where we know we should not eat fried food every day, mm-hmm. we should definitely have some vegetables in there. Maybe we don't have to cook everything with pork. You know, maybe we could have some some really nice salads and some fresh food and those types of things. So when we're able to um, change our habits and change the things that we do, then we can share that with our children. We can break those generational health curses um, and those generational health habits that lead to bad health um, and increase health costs and, and all of those things. So, um, and that's why I said health is part of legacy too, but it's something that you can control and that you can change if it's something that you don't like. Well, I, I love that. I mean, I, and, you know, it's funny you said health is where I built my foundation in terms of, you know, the media company and, and all this. And it's true because um, one of the reasons this started literally was because of, of what you just said right now, because I've been in the healthcare industry in the payers area so the insurance piece of it but we are always in, in intricately involved in the the patients you know uh treatments and all stuff because we're the insurers right we pay and and because i've been obviously i'm in new york at new york so health plans you know are you know part of the the the, the fabric of the city and uh uh, Medicaid, Medicare, those are the, the government programs. And so we, I've been literally entrenched in those for, for over a quarter century. And uh, it sounds a lot. <laughs> but 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 doing that work, you know, I've seen a lot of people not, to your point, not taking care of themselves and so on and so forth. And and there's not enough for them. Even the plans are doing their best and there's stuff, but you, there's, there's so many things. I mean, you have mm-hmm. a lot of people the infrastructure may not be as, as sufficient, things like that. Mm-hmm, and exactly. people don't even and people don't even know how the healthcare system works in overall. And so mm-hmm, one of the mm-hmm. reasons I decided to do this is that I, you know, there's things that I've known that many people didn't know. And the idea is to bring that back to people. One mm-hmm. thing I realized is that there is no health channel. There was a weather channel. <laughs> you know, there is other channels, but we don't have one that is dedicated to health. Uh, mm-hmm. there's no health radio. So, so that's kind of like what it started is like, mm-hmm. we need to bring this and I'm not the best expert in the health part. I mean, I understand some of it and yeah, yeah. Just create a platform where I can bring people to talk mm-hmm. about it and share some value. And to be honest with you, that was a tremendous, you know, opportunity for me to, to do that. And it was part of my legacy into changing, you know, some of the dynamics and helping some people to live better, change yeah. the way they do things. We talk diabetes, we talk sugar, we talk uh, mm-hmm. you know, mental health, we talk, we, we talk all kind of you know discussions, you know, physical therapy, uh, fitness, wellness, beauty, you name it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it it's all impactful and it will right. eventually make a difference in these people's lives and in my life too, because I, I listen to people every day on my shows and mm-hmm. I, I'm the first client. I, I get all that energy for, <laughs> and that advice and I apply some of it. I try to apply yeah. as much as I can. But but if it helps me, it's going to help, you know, the millions out there and hopefully more than just the millions in time. But that's like, you know, but you're right. It's like I had that same feeling that people, you see stuff. I see, I've seen cultural things. I've seen, you know, people are used to a certain way and they just don't know different. And the education right. part is not enough there to actually give them. You know, we talk about like we had COVID, right? I mean, pandemic. Mm-hmm. We, most people didn't know what to do in it. They just, you know, we just talk pandemic and now what are we going to do about it? But how mm-hmm. do you navigate it? Then finally we had right. some 
enlightenment on TV, but typically that was not yeah. the case before. <laughs> and yeah, even and now, it's over. Yeah, and I think it's a two-step process. So I think that um, education and knowledge is one thing, you know, letting people know, okay, this is really what you should be thinking about, or, you know, this is these are the things that diabetes can cause, or whatever the case may be. But then, so education is the first step, but then execution is the next step. Yes. Like, what do you do and how do you do it? And the key is making that step easier. And so with legacy, like you said, nobody wants to talk about death. Nobody wants to think about death or or anything about that. And it, it just, the process seems so, so intimidating and, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Who do I call? So then people do nothing. And so that's why my book is called Legacy Made Simple. Because not only do you have to give people information, you have to make it simple for them to execute and take the next step. And so when you were talking about, um, you know, the health piece and, and nobody knows about health care and all of that, from a legacy perspective, you know, I talked about uh, habits being part of legacy. But think about a situation where you could make it possible for your children and your grandchildren and other generations not to have to worry about health care. It's already paid for. So, you know, they could have a, a nutritionist to tell them, okay, these are the things that work for your body. These are the things that you should really stay away from. Nobody really knows that. And, you know, healthcare is expensive. It, really? It's, you know, doctors and prescriptions and all these things. But if part of our legacy could be where our kids don't have to worry about monthly premiums, how much more likely would it be that their health becomes better and that that health gap is closed? So it's not a situation where this person is unhealthy because they can't afford the medication or they can't afford the doctors or they don't know what's wrong with them or how to move forward to a better health state or a better health situation. If they didn't have to worry about that, I think that we would close that gap and we would experience in our communities so much more prosperity because we would be healthier people. I, I, I love that. And, and you know what? I mean, I think that's a strong, you know, concept right there. The idea of health is wealth, as we know, right? That's something that's that everybody right. hears. And but you're right. You know, many people sometimes don't seek the help uh, or or do like what they need to do because they don't have the means or they have no access or they, or they don't know how to get the access. That's right. and, and that's the other, I mean, there's always, there are, there's a lot of programs out there, but mm -hmm. how many people know about that? I mean, I, throughout my career, I, you know, what I loved about what I was doing is that we were able to bring that to the communities. Hey, did you okay. know you can do this? There's free programs mm -hmm. here. There's that. Mm -hmm. You can get this. You're pregnant. Well, did you know you can have access to care and you don't have to pay for this? Oh my God, I can't. Yeah. And and you see that like their eyes, you know, like, Oh my God, right. thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. You, I used to go to these these meetings and 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 uh, you know I, I was a sales guy you know and, and, and when I started uh, or advisor if you want to call it and you sit in front of people and you show them like what they have potentially access to and what they can yeah. and they're just like oh my god you you're you're giving us something that I didn't know that we can have that well yes you can and so mm -hmm. and it changes now you know that you have access to this you know right. service and the other and so on and so forth now i mean i'll give you a, a, a good example years back people didn't know that for example that purse you know the uh, personal re uh, emergency response you know uh, device that you play pray a button you know and then mm -hmm. you get you make like i fail whatever and i can't get up yeah, and I get that. so so many people don't even know that they, ha they can access that uh 
you know, and this is just a simple example, but imagine what that means to you if you know that you can apply for it and which program you can apply for. And now mm -hmm. you as a caregiver, you as the person, now you know you have a safety net that, God forbid, something happens. You have immediate right. response to come in and help you. But how many people know that? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, ultimately, over the years, it became more, you know, uh, uh, prominent and people know about it but there's many more examples of those i mean mm -hmm. i can I, I can tell you about you know for example for immigrants i mean I'm, I'm in new york and jersey there's a lot of folks that come in from overseas right. and they're afraid to actually access care because they're afraid of immigration status and so on and so forth right mm -hmm. that's been always a, yeah. a big piece and you know you're pregnant oh i don't want to go to the hospital you do need to go to the hospital well i have no insurance guess what you have free insurance uh you know or no cost to you i mean as we don't mm -hmm. call it free mm -hmm. we say uh, you know a low cost or no cost to you but there are programs, but that's the thing. Like people need to be aware. And I love what you said. It made simple. They need to know what to do, the steps. Where do I go? How do I do it? Mm -hmm. What's what, what the paperwork I need to, you give them guidance, you give them, I mean, there are social workers and you know, there's programs here and there, but again, access to them, knowing where to go. Uh, mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I just had a show a couple of days ago uh, of, of an advocate who suffered from uh, schizophrenia all his life and he decided to give back and give resources to people like him around the world that may not know how to access. And actually mm -hmm. he is dedicated now more, not just in the States or Canada, he's talking about people in the underdeveloped countries, which again, mm -hmm. what we talking here, you know, we're in the States, we're still at, up here in terms of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I mean, we still have deficiencies and gaps, yeah. but, but you're talking about Africa, you're talking about Asia, you're talking about mm -hmm. you know Middle East, you're talking about parts of South Africa, uh, South America. Mm -hmm. You know, people don't have the same access that we do, That's and, right. and, and, That's right. and they have no clue what could be mm -hmm. possible. Sometimes mm -hmm. now with the technology, you have right. access to Zoom and stuff. You can get consultations, you can get services, you can get stuff online. Many things can change, but if you don't know, you know right. to your point, the knowledge is key education, but then now how do I go? What step? What, what resource do I apply for mm -hmm. to get what I need? And that's the difference. But But again... It's it's about awareness, about letting people know, and so I I really admire the the book you know concept, and mm -hmm. and again you see a need and you place that need, you give the exact tools for people to see it. Now again, many people may not know about the book, and that's what we do in this today to help people get get the book, reach out mm -hmm. to you, learn about how you do this, and you don't have to be a CEO or or by the way. Why not? You can dream to be a CEO and you can maybe work towards becoming a CEO, having your own business and do all that stuff. You never know what can drive that motivation. Maybe the fact that you feel that you don't have the tools and you don't know how to do that, reading a couple of things here and maybe changing your life. And that's the yeah. thing. You don't know what phrase, what what saying, what part of any show is going to give mm -hmm. you that, oh my God, I can yeah. do it. It's time yeah. for me to make a move. We don't know yeah. that. And many people don't have, they just waiting for that simple, you know, trigger, you know, and when that right. happens, like, woohoo. <laughs> yeah. Not only the trigger, but I think you said something important is that, you know, some people may aspire to um, have their own business or something like that. And so I think it's very sad when entrepreneurs don't, are not intentional about making sure that they have successors or a tight exit strategy, because then what that means is that that next generation of entrepreneurs has to start at zero. You've already done the work. You've already laid the foundation. But what you didn't do was to make sure that they could take advantage of it and, and, and pass the baton, I guess, in, in a sense. And so now they have to relay the foundation, which is, you know, an exhaustive time and money and other resources. But it, it all it took was a passing of the baton. We didn't have to reinvent the wheel and reinvent the foundation. 
But if, if there's not intentionality behind that, then that's exactly what happens, which is why uh, so many communities are not able to make progress because we have to do the same thing over and over because there's no legacy plan in place. Well, I, that that's awesome because that's a, a good segue to the next part of the discussion is that, and you mentioned something about children, the future, right? Do we hold everything or do we teach our next generation how to do better than us? I mean, we all believe that, I think as a parent, personally, I know that you want the best for your children. You want them to be better than you and so on and so forth. But are we <laughs> execute on that? That's the key, key question. Yeah. And and do you have the, the potential power to even introduce that? Because again, now nowadays, I mean, people are influenced by a lot of different, you know, I guess wins, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and so doesn't, you can tell them uh, this is what the route should be. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going this way. Now there are also ideologies where it says you know you should do what what's best for you what do you feel right about mm -hmm. but sometimes that still me mean that you're not going to get that transfer that change in the legacy in in like you become the next one i mean I, i've had so many folks that i've talked to and they say i'm the first person that went to college i'm the first right. one that did this you know and my parents were encouraging or sometimes the opposite they were not probably yep. but i decided to do this you know i mm -hmm. i kind of cut the site the circle the cycle and i just I'm doing something different. I'm the first one that just really changed the life of, of this, this name. Right. And, mm -hmm. and so that's, that's a, a very important message for our you know folks right now, because everybody can make a difference. That's and right. it's the idea of, do we want to place that information and also show people how to maneuver and really just navigate the change? Cause again, that's right. the thing. Change is hard. It's easy, but that's it's hard. Right. <laughs> people uh -huh. are so caught up in you know the routine i'm like you know i'm just you know i'm good i'm comfortable i always mm -hmm. say this we need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and that's right that that is kind of you know almost an ironic you know <laughs> concept yeah. but the fact is that's how it is nothing is easy and you mm -hmm. can't change you know things if you don't change behavior you don't change certain that's right things. that's right and and it starts with the mind and, and literally you're, you're, you're you have to shift like how you think you have to, you have to, because a lot of times we, you know, our mindset and our, uh, the things that, the ways we think about things and people are also legacy. And a lot of generational curses come through that way. Mm -hmm. So we have to be careful not to uh, continue to perpetuate those curses. And we say, wait a minute, is this something that I really want to pass on? Or do I want to change the way that people think about this, that, or like money. Do I want to change the way people think about money? The way people think about other et ethnic groups, the way that people um, think about themselves. Um, you know, there's, you know, groups out here who have been, you know, mistreated and told that they were less, but we have to stop that conversation and stop saying those same words and totally change the way we now hand down the information because, you know, it, it's, it's quite possible that we um, inadvertently, without intentionality, perpetuate lies about ourselves. And that's damaging to our legacy and to the, the future of our children. Uh, it, it, you said it terrifically. And, and, and you're right. I mean, unfortunately, we do tend to live in that space of mm -hmm. that's just what we are and who we are. And that's how right. it's been. But we don't look at those exceptions over the years that despite everything, and we can talk about, uh, you know, ethnicities, we can talk about race, we can talk about a lot of things. People did make a change, a difference, you know, way before we even thought about it. And 
but yet we choose to accept well we can't do this no you can do everything yeah. you if one yeah. person can do it i can mm -hmm. do it if we use this rule life yeah. will change you know tremendously for everyone and you know again it's fear of the different it's fear mm -hmm. of the change it's fear of the work that you have to do it's mm -hmm. cozy i'm good you know like this been good for us i mean I, it's easy also to complain and blame yeah. the world oh my circumstances you know i you know I, I cannot it's it's bad i mean i just many success stories came up from humble beginnings and humble right. you know uh, you know uh, neighborhoods and so on and so forth where there was nothing available but that mm -hmm. didn't stop those people and I, yeah. you know those are there should be like you know we should admire those, those exactly. minds because that should be my role model you know yeah he did it. She did it. They made the change. They made yeah. the difference. Why can't I? The only difference yeah. is because I blame the world for my mis for, for my misery. And, I, you yeah. know, that's the problem. What am I doing about it? That's am right. I, that's right. You know, what do and we, that's, that, that's what drives me crazy, too. It's like, <laughs> if you don't like something or you don't like what you see, change the story. Change the, the narrative. Don't perpetuate it. That means that you have to do something to disrupt the way things are. But what that is, is not continue to talk about it and not continue to to uh, say the same things and not uh, continue to just talk about legacy, but not do anything about it. Talk about generational wealth, but not do anything about it. So so that's the conversation that it's like, OK, if you don't like that, then let's change it. You don't like that wealth gap. OK, let's do something about it. What is your legacy going to do to change it, to close it? I, I love it. Well, you know, that that's the thing, like, again. You know, what's funny is that people, there's plenty of resources. I, I mean, at least yeah. we live in the States. I, I tend to believe that if you tell me that you live in the States and, you know, you can't get through things or you can move from the damn state if you don't like the state, move from right. the, the city if you don't like the city. You, this is the part that sometimes drives me nuts. I've moved from state to state for, for opportunity to opportunity. I'll continue doing that for whatever it takes until I'm, right. you know, gone because I am. I want to improve. I want to change. Mm -hmm. I want to make that. Mm -hmm. And and what makes you, you know, just say that I can't, you just, not that you can't, you just are not willing to. That's and, right. And and you're just not ready to make that. It's, uh, it's too much for me. But, but we have, we live in a country that has plenty of resources com compared to many others. And you know, when you go overseas, I travel a lot. I know you travel a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, you see people that have much less. That's right. They, they thrive differently and they do more. And mm -hmm. they're creative more because they have no choice. But we, right. we, I mean, listen, I, I can, I can speak like my kids are not like me. They they have a different drive because they kind of got a little bit of everything, a little bit easier life. You know, I didn't have mm -hmm. the same life, so I can see it differently from them. And I'm right. like, guys, I didn't always have this, and that's why I mm -hmm. do what I do. And just because right. you have it, you need to learn that there are people that may not have the same access, and so you need to do certain things. And so the discussion is a little different because, again, the environment is. But we live in an air, in in an actual part of the world, which, despite disparities, and I, and I know there's this wealth, you know, disparity across the board, and there's a lot of things, and there's some some barriers that you know some may have, uh, you know, le less access to, you know, to the resources. But mm -hmm. that's that's bold because if you want stuff, you can access stuff. That's right. Now we live in the world of internet. You can access mm -hmm. any service, and some services are outside of the country, and you can still get access to them. Yeah. So, so don't be, you know, just complaining and complaining all the time and whining like my life sucks. Yeah. It only sucks because we want it, and you know, we respect, we do respect to everybody uh, that's watching, listening. I mean, we are. We blame ourselves. We we blame the world, but we don't look here. It's that's right. here. You gotta look in. You gotta have that discussion with yourself. What am I doing to change mm -hmm. me? 
And what am yeah. I going to change the world? And to your point, to live a good legacy to my kids and, and shifting the paradigm and shifting the narrative and changing the whole dynamics for the next generation. Mm -hmm. If not, we'll just go retro and we'll just collapse eventually. And that's it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. seriously, it's it's sad, but, but, but I love the fact that, you know, there are, you know, folks like you that are out there that are really putting this message out and, and sharing this wealth of, of ideology that can change again, you know, the next generation. If yeah. 10 people hear this, this show today, hopefully, and I'm, you know, I'm, it's going to be more, but if one person, you know, uses some of the stuff that you have in your book and the concept you know, that's going to shift them, you know, to, to think, you know, different and mm -hmm. open up their mind to, I can do things. And by yeah. the way, that's the other thing. As long as you're willing, and once you mm -hmm. do the search, you're going to find one door opens, another, another, another. And before you know it, you're like, where the hell was all this? Exactly. Well, I mean, it's like you want to have food, but you don't want to go to the cabinet and, and pick up stuff and cook. I mean, it's right. all there, but you got to go get it or go to the store, pick it up. But yeah. if you're not looking, you know that there's a store somewhere that might yeah. sell the products. But unless you get up from your couch and go and, you know, and do your stuff, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Education is available. We say that's not available. There's programs. You can go overseas and, and study and come back for free. You know, there's many, you know, because the reason I said that is more people like, well, it's very expensive to study in the States. Maybe there are programs, you know, there are jobs that will pay for your tuition. There's so many things you could do. So we can claim all the reasons why things don't happen. Right. Or right. we can just say. Because that's the happen. easy way to do it. <laughs> yeah that's easy like it doesn't we don't have to get uncomfortable to just blame other people and just not do anything or do the things that we could do that may be a little more difficult so yeah i definitely feel that a lot of people just kind of say they want something but they're not willing to do what it takes to get it yeah well we're gonna change that today <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know? and, and 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 you so so your book is is available um yeah you know um People can access it to Amazon. I, I think Barnes Nobles is a whole list, and so I will have that link to it. Uh, now, just uh, quickly, I mean, we do have some time still left. Um, now, the work that you do in in as the the coaching business now is it restricted to like CEOs and business owners, or is it open to other uh, types of you know uh, folks that want to learn maybe and and just maybe become one of those CEOs eventually? Yeah, so um, the book Legacy Made Simple is just the starting point. So after that, you know, we have a coaching program because we realized that, like I said before, you can't just give the information and bam, you know, things change and miraculously everybody has this beautiful legacy. No, it doesn't work like that. Um, and I'm very rooted in reality. So I know that I have to guide people on their journey to their best legacy. And so that that means just a lot of time um, asking them to, to think about what it is that they want. A lot of people don't even know what they would want. Like, who would you want to what do you want your legacy to be? Who's going to be part of that legacy and what role? Um, a lot of times people don't think about um, if something happened to them, who would take care of not only their children, but their parents. Um, there are different roles in your legacy plan. And one of the first things we think about is who's going to be filling these roles. And then, um, you know, people have children. They want to maybe um, leave financial um, legacies to their children. But one of the things that we also talk about in our programs, my, our programs is, you know, is your child ready for that? 
So if the most money your child ever had is is a thousand dollars, now you want to give them a million. That's not a great recipe for accomplishing anything. So we have to be very intentional also about building better and building brilliant beneficiaries. We have to make sure they're ready. We can't just get, it's not, like I said, it's not about money. It's not about the will. It's not about, it's about what do you want to see? What do you want to have happen? But also it's not really all about our children. Your legacy could be global. It could impact other countries. What is it that you want to see? That is the starting point of all of the legacy conversations that we have. And that can go wherever it needs to go. If, if maybe somebody starts thinking, man, I did want to start that business. Okay, let's get the agreement. Let's, let's get it set up. Let's start it. What are we going to do? Let's get the business plan. So that could be one, one route. Um, another route could, could be, you know, I want to set up this trust for my mom or I have a special needs child or whatever it is. Okay, let's, let's get that done. Let's, let's, make, let's do the actual thing because I don't have time to just talk about it. We got to do it. And so there are several different, different paths depending on what people actually say they want after thinking about it, which they probably have not done. Wow. <laughs> well, but you know, you, these are real great points because to, it is, it is amazing because you hit on real stuff that people sometimes don't like to hear, but it's fact you can be, uh, you can have millions, but if you're not, if you're just going to donate that money to your kids and they're going to have cold Turkey and easy money, easy money goes easy too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, Cause I, I can tell you, it's funny if you get a gift, you know, unless it has some sort of a romantic value or something of that level, and you lose that piece of whatever was given to you, you're not going to feel the same damage if it was something that you worked hard for. I mean, yes. I remember my, my kids, right? You know, my first, my oldest kid, when he started working and started buying his own stuff, now mm -hmm. he's like taking care of his stuff. Like, well, all of a sudden you're like taking care of your <laughs> stuff now. I mean, it, it, it's value right. to you. But before right. you, the same stuff you got, didn't care about because it, it was mm -hmm. an investment mm -hmm. from your part. And That's so, the right. but you're right. It's it's changing also that next mindset on how to apply, because we've seen stories where people can damage uh, a company and take everything down the hill because mm -hmm. they just, it's easy to oh I'm a, my 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 dad is a million, but that's not you. That's right. <laughs> you know, that's right. you know. How do you present yourself? Now, of course, that's not always the case. I mean, there are people mm -hmm. that take the companies to the next stage, but 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 those are the things. To your point, is is to you guide people to actually understand and. We're not seeing that part. We don't and we don't mm -hmm. kind of think about it. But now that you're talking about it, it's like, oh, that makes sense. And yeah. you're right. You can have the legacy, like in the community, what your work is doing in the community. For example, I'm doing something, you know, that I want to be in the community. Now my next generation may not want to do that anymore. I'm doing mm -hmm. a charitable work. And now my son doesn't care about it. So do why mm -hmm. I need to plan for that? Because I don't want my community to to be missing on what I've built for them, right? You said right. it worldwide. You can do something worldwide where you're helping parts of the world that need, you know, on a water or a shelter, medicine, whatever. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, your next, you know, air system is not going to, you know, honor that that legacy of yours and the work that you've done. Right. So these are all right. things that that need to be in planning and also mm -hmm. like three point agreements and everything is done. And yeah, but but also preparing those next next folks to to be at that ready for that to take over to the baton, as you said, to have yeah. that handout. You know, and as opposed to just taking a handout and just like, you know, let me just enjoy my life with my dad's, mm -hmm. <laughs> my dad's wealth. Right. Uh, it, it is, it is, or my mom's wealth for that matter. Cause I mean, right. we have right. both sides. I mean, uh, you mm -hmm. know, and, or 
I mean, it's like Batman, right? <laughs> the 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 legacy, right? It's it's, right, it's amazing. Right. You know, you got to take over, you know, a big name, and you have to mm -hmm. carry that name in your shoulder, and that's that's a whole different story. We we can all have these fictitious, you know, ca characters and and make them real and and, mm -hmm. and apply, but without the proper help, sometimes we just don't know how to go about it. So people right. like you who are out there doing this work can change the whole thing. And I love it. You said this is not about. Who is already there it's you're training people to get there now that, that leads me to the question what is that journey like i mean how long for example if someone comes to you to start this program what that time frame would look like so we have three different programs our shortest program is three months um and that's really a think through so we really are um coaching and guiding people through different steps of the legacy process um the next program is um four months and that's where we have um you know we're, we're kind of pulling we're, we're kind of pulling people through so we we do weekly calls like okay so you thought about this last week what'd you come up with um you know you talked about leaving this for your child or for your grandchild but what other things do they need to be ready for that and so those types of things we talk about um to really craft a plan that is um well thought out um and doesn't have to be it doesn't necessarily have to be changed every year because they forgot this or they forgot that um and then our final package includes all those things as well as the executed documents to actually make those things come into fruition um but just going back to the the discussions about our heirs and our children you know I think that one of the ways that parents think about their kids is they think about, oh, I just want my child to have better. I just want them to have more than I had or better than I had. Um, but I, I'm I'm really wanting people to think about, you know, how can I make my child or my heirs better people than I am, a better person than I am. Yeah. That that also should be part of of the thought process when we're thinking about um, what we want our legacy to be for our children, because, you know, like I said, it's not all about money, but if we, if we, if all we're thinking about is we want them to have more um, or have better, it doesn't really lend itself to really focusing on making them better people, uh, better humans and better contributors um, to the community and to the world. I love that. I mean, that's that's an excellent piece because if you can't teach them the character and the personality and 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 that's how they should be valuing, you know, uh, to have the value and evaluate everything around them, you know, to your point, you know, the positions themselves that that's not going to do anything. I mean, it's easy mm -hmm. to hand money, mm -hmm. but to change them the way they think and the way they see the world and and be mm -hmm. a better person and a better contributor, as you stated, I yeah. mean, that's that's probably the biggest challenge that we all have. Uh, yeah, you know, and and probably the most difficult piece of it because yeah, it might be too late sometimes. You know, if it's well, not well, I on. think I think that that might be one of the toughest pieces because then what we have to think about is what are we showing them? Yes, what are we demonstrating in front of them? We're telling them to do X, Y, Z, but what are we showing them? How are we talking in front of them? <laughs> How are they watching us do business? Because kids see everything that you might not think that they see, and then they imitate that. So they might not do what you say, but they'll do what you do. They'll use the words that you use. They'll take the posture that you take. So when you talk about wanting them to be better people, then you have to really 
think about, okay, what am I demonstrating in front of them? What is the legacy that I'm demonstrating live right now and teaching them to do? That's why it's uncomfortable. And that's why that might be one of the toughest conversations that we have in Legacy Made Simple programs, because it forces you to, to, to kind of take an inner look, which we already said is, is really the toughest thing to do. Mm. Well, I mean, we know that the expression, you got to lead by example. And, and again, they will pick from you. What a, you can't tell them, well, you can't do this. Well, what that? You, you just spend money like it's like it's no tomorrow. And uh, you treat everybody like shit. You know, what's up? <laughs> Uh, and how do you expect me to not do that, right? I mean, it's it sounds like as tough as, but that's real, right? If if that I am rough. actually a bad CEO and a bad you know leader, and I treat my employees bad, and I don't do anything, but no, son, I want you to take care of my business because I, you know, you want to do all this stuff. God, I don't see you doing anything. <laughs> so so I can just imagine that scenario and that role. I mean, where you have the discussion, right. you know, and and today's generation is a lot more observant and more vocal, I think, than, than right previous generations. I mean, I, I couldn't talk back to my dad that way, but my kids will talk back any given minute to me and tell me like, what's up, dad? <laughs> they, they check you up. I mean, they'll really like, you know, do yeah. give you a check time, you know, like, hey, uh -huh. uh, we, we got to make sure that, you know, no, this is not it. You know, you can't tell me this. You, you got to right. do it first. And that's, that's a tough one, but I love it because you already have that in the works. So that means you have mm -hmm. to, to devise the, the right way to change and I, I think to your point that may be difficult for the person themselves like because now they have to start changing the way they operate for them to mm -hmm. continue that legacy uh but listen it is powerful stuff now a uh, question i know you as a as an attorney you can operate in all states but as mm -hmm. as a, a program do you operate in in the states uh you know any limitation in jurisdiction or are you pretty much open to the world no, it's a national program. And even though I am a, an attorney, um, I do um, tax work in all 50 states. Uh, we have a professional network of attorneys, financial planners, CPAs, all in different states to accommodate the people who are in different states wanting to build their legacy with someone they can build a relationship in their community. So that's also very important because this person who, who is going to um, draft your legacy documents you know, they also might um, do that buy-sell agreement for your business. Because one of the things that's intimidating is when people don't have an attorney, like you mentioned earlier, if you're not wealthy or if you're not a corporation, you think, man, I can't afford an attorney. I can't afford this. Or, you know, I'm not rich enough for a financial planner. But no, that's not the case. Everybody has access to financial professionals and legal professionals. And that's what we're making sure of at Legacy Made Simple, that we have a network that you can tap into. You don't have to go talk cold turkey and do a Google search. We already have the network set up for you. And then the book tells you the tools that each of these professionals can potentially, um, how they can service you and how they can benefit you, not only as far as your legacy, but as, as part of your business as well. So, so, Doctor, what are some of the inhibitors or some of the objections that you find people typically have when you have this discussion with them? I mean, there's always, you know, like, I want it, but then, they, you know, I don't want it. <laughs> I can't do it. And, you know, they, they give you all the reasons why they don't want to be in the program, for example. Uh, mm -hmm. is, it, is, it, is it a cost? Is it just the fact that they're not willing to make, uh, you know, the, the move? What are some of the typical things that maybe our audiences can benefit from? Like, hey, don't worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I think I think cost is always a factor. Um, but at the same time, 
It's just, it's all about what people prioritize. People are going to pay for what they want, period. So if you're not at a point where your legacy is valuable or a priority for you, then legacy made simple will seem like something that is not uh, possible for you. But I bet you the same money that you would have spent with legacy made simple will get spent on something else that you prioritize. So that's one of the um, things that we see, but also um, for even for people who, who don't have financial objections, um, it's still difficult for them to commit to the time to do the, the self-work to really mm. say, what do I want? You know, that's, that's sometimes a difficult conversation for people to have with themselves. And so that's why we have the coaching and the guidance to really help them to say, Hey, you know, let's, let's maybe break it down into smaller concepts. So you don't, even though this seems small, it could be big for you because of things that may have happened in your life. So we really work with people to really break it down in a way that they're comfortable and, and they don't feel um, like there are internal barriers to their thought process and to their legacy plan. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's, it's amazing, but you're right. You know, I'm listening to you and it, it never fails. I mean, we all have this, this thing, we will find the money for whatever we decide is a priority. Right. And sometimes it's the wrong priority, but we've, we'll, we'll make it work. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's just a matter of like really, you know, putting it in, in perspective. What do yeah. I need? How bad do I need it? And, and kind mm -hmm. of elevating that, that, that need and the urgency. And then it becomes clear and you will do whatever it takes. Well, not really it. need, but I think want is that word. Want not need because it's about want. Yep, no, I agree. I, I, yeah, wrong word. <laughs> but but you, but you get you know you, that's the concept. Absolutely. Like they they have to to see that I need this. This is mm -hmm. this is really you know what I I wanted this time as opposed to like well, maybe later. You know I'm not really <laughs> desperate need for it, right? And so yeah. so it's it's um it is powerful, but it is real. I mean it's as real as it gets. Well, I mean we've we've just about the the mark of the hour i took a lot of your time so so just before we close our our show today are there any words of wisdom that you'd like to share and leave our i guess audiences with today yeah i think for the um for the entrepreneurs i would just you know like to let them know that um no matter how much you grow your company no matter how much money you make no matter what your margins are and all those financial um, milestones we like to set there's really no success without succession so you got to have that exit strategy you got to have some kind of succession plan either you're going to pass your business to someone or you know you you're going to set it up in a way where you're going to get the value for it and sell it and benefit um, the next generations or however you want your legacy to look, you're going to benefit someone by taking those steps intentionally. And then to, to people who don't have businesses, um, you know, I, I would just say that your legacy has the potential, um, so much potential. And a lot of people don't know because they think, oh, I got to have a million. I got to be a millionaire. I got to have these assets or this. No, you don't. All you have to do is know what you want, as you said, your what you want your signature to be. What I would say is what you want your legacy to look like. And then let's put a plan in place to make that happen. That could mean, you know, even if your legacy is just something small, like, you know, $5,000. In a country like Africa, $5,000 can, can make a, a, a huge difference. Like you said, we have access to so much in the States that we kind of lose perspective 
um, as what the things that other people are going through. But you don't have to, to necessarily be a, a millionaire or even, you know, wealthy or rich to really make an impact. You could take that $5,000 and leave it to um, a college uh, and create a scholarship for somebody or just buy books. I mean, college expenses are real, like paying college tuition and buying books and room and board and all these things, even for someone who has a scholarship. Maybe they're from a, a family that just can't get those books purchased. And then your scholarship makes it possible for them to attend college and, and succeed. And that's part of your legacy. It's not a lot of money, that's but powerful. it's a lot of impact. That is powerful. And, and you're right. I mean, it's amazing. And, and you know, you, you talked about succession planning and it, you're right. It doesn't have to be succession planning just because you're in, in a CEO or a business owner. I mean, we, we talk about that even as leadership, you know, in, in companies, mm -hmm. you know, you, you, you kind of plan for the next successor for your role for you. And that could be your son in, 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 in or your daughter in terms of the world, right. Or your, your spouse, maybe you, you don't know who that person is, but somebody's going to succeed, you know, have the succession in your success story. And, and, and to your point, it could be charitable work. It could be, funds, you know, for other people, it could be something, a book could be mm -hmm. something that you're going to deliver that you want to continue beyond and it's going to benefit and have a real impact in, in life. And, yeah. and and you can't, I mean, I think there's no price to that. That is, that is the uh, bottom line to it. Yeah. Uh, wow. Doctor, it, it's been, it's been a true honor and a pleasure for, for having you here. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I absorbed a lot. So I'm, I'm just like a sponge and just taking <laughs> and yeah. I enjoy this stuff. So, yeah. So, um, if anybody wants to get the book, they can go to uh, mylegacymaysimple.com um, or they can learn more about me at ginajones.com, which is G-E-N-A-J-O-N-E-S.com or follow me on Instagram at businessbossllc or legacymadesimplellc. So see me on Instagram, go to my website, get the book. Let's get this. Let's get these legacies in place. Because the impact you can have is huge. And I, I wouldn't add no more to that one. <laughs> That's the powerful right there. All right, folks. Well, you hear you hear it. You heard it. Uh it's it's you gotta have impact in life and uh it's time to wake up and and maybe do something different, challenge yourself. Um and yes, please do reach out and you have multiple ways, and I'll try to have as many of those. Uh, elements where you can connect directly with uh, Dr. Uh, Jones. And so uh, look out for that in the description of the show. That being said, um, yeah, Dr. Thank you for being with us. And folks, uh, it's been real and we'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new topic. Bye for now. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye.